Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Brandon Hyde, if that name sounds familiar, it's because he used to be the first base coach of the Chicago Cubs before he got that that Orioles gig. Uh, but back to the Bears, and my question to you is, because it seemed that from listening to Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner, he has very high trust in Matt Nagy. I think I do too still, despite the lack of success of the offense over the last three years. Do you trust Matt Nagy to to get it right, to, to get it right this time around, to now that he has Justin Fields and he has hopefully a better offensive line, an offensive line which was pretty good at the end of the season, but it certainly was a train wreck for about half of, of the season last year. From the 6-3-0, Love the show, Mark. I just wonder if Nagy will try to rush him like he did with Mitch. Otherwise, I agree. I do trust him overall. Well, obviously, (laughs) to the disgust of some fans, Matt Nagy shows no signs of, of rushing Justin Fields. I think that there are more people in this predicament who would prefer that Matt Nagy would rush Justin Fields onto the field. But we were told, and and we will all see on next Wednesday, that Andy Dalton is expected to be taking the first team reps. And we'll see what kind of repetitions that Justin Fields gets and the second stringer always gets them, especially this part of the season. It's during the regular season where the second string quarterback and obviously the third stringer, they go way to the background because you got to focus on, you got three or four days to get ready. So yeah, I think that you'll see, you'll see plenty of guys uh, from the, from the eight one five. I would hate to go into this off or into the season. Owen one in the NFC against Matthew Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's too early to figure that out, you know, that, that actual game. But who knows? Maybe, maybe. And the other thing the Bears have said, whichever quarterback gives us the best chance to win is going to be be the guy. And if they think that's Justin Fields, I promise you it will be Justin Fields. This is Big D on the south side. Big D, you're on the score. What's going on, man? Hey, Grody, what's going on, brother? So I was like, I wonder if my White Sox playing because it's raining and they better be rained out tonight. So thank you. As soon as I turn to you, you were giving me the update on the double header tomorrow. So I appreciate that, Grody. Always been a good contributor to the score. But I want to say, thank Matt you. Nagy. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You, uh, Burnsy, Uncle Terry, Jay Golf. I'm gonna bring back Jay Golf. You know, but nevertheless, Matt Nagy, man. You know, I have confidence in him. He reminds me of. Uh, 
you, you know, who's our coach, our offensive coordinator, greatest show on turf guy, uh, Mark. Um, Mike, Mike Martz. Mike Martz. Mike, Mike Martz. Martz. There you go. There yeah. you go. And right. I, I, I got trust you. him. I just don't want him to rush Justin Fields. Let Andy Dalton start. Let us, you know, our window is short, and we know that, you know. So, you know, just let, let you know, uh, Justin Fields learn behind Andy Dalton. And, and, and like Mitch, if you see fit to bring him in, I think he brought him in in that Minnesota game, his first action, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So let him, let him learn, learn behind Andy Dalton and just develop him the way we need him to be developed. So we can have us a, a winning quarterback, man. We haven't had nobody since. And don't kill me, Chicago, but I love Jay Cutler. Santa Claus, Indiana, pride of. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. And thank you for what you did for the Sox pregame and postgame and all that good stuff oh. back in the day. I appreciate you. And you're the man, brother. I appreciate you. 670 score. Big all right. from the south side. Ah, oh, Big D from the south side. Big D likes me, and you know what? I think I like Big D. Um, yeah, I'm, I am happy to oblige. I did not do White Sox pre and post game. That that'd be Chris Ranji, uh, but I did do Cubs pre and post game. So so there was that. Uh, but Big D, I do appreciate uh, your call and the and the complimentary words. And yeah, the White Sox game was postponed. And I will say this: that that was a unique call from Big D because. Most Bears fans would, at least that I've seen, well, no, I shouldn't say that because I actually put the question up at one point in time over, you know, something to the effect of you want to see Justin Fields, are you cool with Andy Dalton starting? And, and I will say that there was there was more discipline on the part of Bears fans than I thought there would be. And it's probably because, you know, you got Justin, you don't want to screw it up. You got this guy for at least four years, maybe five if you pick up that option. And hopefully you will be in a position where you will want to pick up the fifth year option for for Justin Fields. So and again, you know, and, and Big D brought it up too that he hopes that Matt Nagy doesn't rush Justin Fields. Again, <laughs> Matt Nagy has has showed zero signs of somebody who is in the mode of of wanting to to rush this quarterback onto the field. Three one two six forty four. 6767 is the number. Um, 309 says, yep, let Dalton deal with Aaron Donald. That's worth 10 minutes alone. Um, 312644-6767. Got to take a break. I, I do want to bring back um, something that I meant to get to earlier. Kurt Warner, because everybody has to weigh in on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I want to get to that as well. Um, I do want to get to some of the, the Mike Lombardi as well. I don't know if we're going to have time to play it at all, but guess what? Guess what? I'll be on tomorrow at 11 as well. So if I don't get to it tonight, I promise you I will get to Mike Lombardi tomorrow. I'm on all weekend. <laughs> so so I, I will have it for you at some point in time. Um, always room for you. 312-644-6767. I'm Mark Grody. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago Sports Station. What's up? Mark Grody with you on The Score here until 9 o'clock. Come on in. You only got 20 minutes. 312-644-6767. Hit me up on Twitter as well, at Mark Grody Sports. Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to hang out. 
It's totally cool with me. White Sox game bang tonight. They will play a straight doubleheader tomorrow. Will the Baltimore Orioles and the Chicago White Sox starting at 110? So they play the first game, wait about 30 minutes, play the second game. No messing around. They got to get two in tomorrow. So the White Sox should probably sweep the the Baltimore Orioles. So how you doing, White Sox fans? I hope you guys are cool driving home. Hope you're driving and um well, it, it's ironically, it doesn't look as rainy as it did earlier, but they probably saw a forecast that was horrible or still had some plotchy spots in it the rest of tonight. And I think they could rush through tomorrow and hopefully all will be good. 312-644-6767. Do you trust Matt Nagy to get this offense right, get it to the way he wants it to be? Because I still like the idea of Matt Nagy's offense. It just has not been able, he has not been able to process it properly in the first three years of his head coaching existence. But now he has Justin Fields, presumably an offensive line that could actually be a strength of the team this year. 312-644-6767. And this is John in Dallas. Hi, John. You're on the score. Hey, well, he's not going to get it right. He didn't get it right with Trubisky. He could not create plays. Once they ran the first 15 plays, they didn't have no more plays to run. We saw it point blank. And let me say this last thing. Listen, this man was promoted. When you were in the first round and you were drafted, you were promoted, not demoted. We don't put a pacifier in a grown man's mouth, nor put training wheels on him. Listen, if the man was drafted in the first round and he is ready, look, he I from what the the, the footage I seen, the only thing most teams do to a rookie quarterback is they blitz him. Prepare the man to pick up blitzes. He already proved he can read defenses. He's no comparison to the last quarterback we drafted. I'm saying the man is ready. Let's look at the history. He's ready. I'm telling you, for what I've seen, his footage and all the YouTube videos, the last two years he played, put him in the limelight. Greatness is proven in limelight. Put them, if you put a man in limelight and he fail, there's no greatness. Greatness comes from being put under pressure. People who handle pressure become great. Even the great Tiger Woods once said, in the final rounds of most majors, he's always slowing down, pacing himself, reducing the, the the heart rate. Most other golfers are speeding up, walking down the fairway. That's why they can't control the shot. If this man can handle pressure, put him in on opening night. He's 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 prime for prime time. I hang up and hear what you got to say. All right, John, I appreciate the call, and it was a good call. I and I will kind of work backwards with some of the things that you said. A lot of good points. Um, yeah, I like I said earlier, I I do not subscribe to the theory of you can't play Justin Fields in that first game because it's a Sunday night game and all of the the pomp and circumstance that comes with that. This is look the guy the guy said, you know, Justin Fields straight up, I was I was made to I was built to do this, something to that effect. Maybe we could find that cut. But um, he, he know he was meant to do this, to be a Bears quarterback. He, he was a big-time high school quarterback. He started his college career at big-time Georgia, then went to big-time Ohio State. The dude can handle like that's a To me, I'm sorry, the can't start September 12th because of the nighttime and all that stuff. That's a non-starter for me. So, John, with that, we agree. Um, yeah, of course. If Justin Fields is ready to go, like you said, then, yeah, you, you – 
got to play him. And I think that some of this is that, you know, Matt Nagy and the coaches are just saying, we, we like, if they could really say what they want to say, I think Matt Nagy would say, we know Justin Fields is better than Andy Dalton. We're, we're pretty, or we're, we're pretty sure. There's just a few things that we got to see. So let, let us see a couple of things. There's, just, there's a couple of basic, you know, Again, essential competency things. We just want to see. Please, just let let us see these things, and then we will put our guy in, and, and Justin Fields will be the quarterback. We know that the ceiling is so much higher for Justin Fields than it ever was for Andy Dalton and ever will be for... I truly believe that that's what they would say if they could, if they wanted to. Just in reading between the lines, they know what you know. And they don't look at it as, oh, we got to save our jobs. And like, and there's no, I mean, think about how comical that sounds. We've got to save our jobs, so we're going to put Andy Dalton in. They're, they're going to play the quarterback that allows the Bears to win because whether it's their asses or just everybody on the team wanting to win, period. There, there's no deeper conspiracy here. You don't bring in Andy Dalton and say, yeah, th- th- this is the guy that's going to lead us to the promised land. I think Andy Dalton is a decent quarterback. I, I think I don't think he will embarrass himself. I don't think he will embarrass the organization. And at times, Andy Dalton has been good. There, I don't. I would never use the word bad to describe Andy Dalton, but he's not the guy necessarily who's going to get you to the the promised land. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Then you brought up the <laughs> interesting. You didn't say the word scripted, but I think that's what you're saying. Beyond those first fifteen scripted plays. Mitchell Trubisky was in trouble. And to some of that, to some degree, you're right on that. Because, And I always go back to, you ready, Bears fans? Let me, let me take you back to, it was my first game doing the, the Bears sidelines, 2018. Mitchell Trubisky, first year of, of Matt Nagy, game one, Lambeau Field in Green Bay. And I'll be damned if, Mitchell, if the Bears didn't get the ball first and Mitchell Trubisky didn't just drive them right down the field and got him into the end zone. And it was like, holy bleep. I mean, that's we're all like, is wow, we're seeing it. All this stuff we heard about the Matt Nagy offense and, you know, Mitchell Trubisky. Whoa. I mean, it like, I think it blew everybody's mind. But it really from there forth, it, there was a slow decline after that. And that game is symbolic because that game slowly decrescendoed in a bad way, as as we all know. Um, a lot of good things happened. Khalil Mack, hello. Roquan Smith, first play from scrimmage, a sack. Um, Aaron Rodgers goes down, and you hated to say it, but you're like, okay, good. That's good. That's good. Uh, but then he came back, and what happened happened. So, But I think that in some ways that game was was – symbolic and john like i said that's that's a good call that matt nagy once or trubisky once he was gone from what was scripted the improvising got bad and there was some there was mixed messaging too for trubisky because he was so good with his legs in 2018 then in 2019 they were a determined to find a kicker and b determined to make sure trubisky was pass first use his weapons make that all happen but i think that trubisky in the process, like good idea philosophically by Matt Nagy to want his quarterback to be throw first and use Allen Robinson and then Anthony Miller and whomever was considered the Bears' weapons. But then 
you could tell. Like, you could almost watch Trubisky. He became conflicted in his mind. Should I run here? Should I run? Nope, nope. And then he'd get sacked. Or he would not get positive yards. Or he would throw out of bounds in a, in a bad way. Or come up short of the first down by a yard. Like, he just, he was, and I, I know this sounds like that horrible cliche, he's overthinking it. He was. Like, and I think he was conflicted and he wasn't able to handle all of that information. Oh, God, I'm supposed to throw the ball. Oh, well, if I'm not, I'm not supposed to use my legs. I'm going to throw it away or I'm going to throw an intercept. And it just, I think the message got a little bit bungled. And then you started to see Trubisky at the end of last year do it his way a little bit more. And they allowed him to use just half the field. And then by the time the year ended, it's like time ran out. You know what I mean? That that was the, the Trubisky lifestyle. Time ran out. 312-644-6767 is the number. Um, sorry, I'm trying to sift through some of the the um, the text messages here. And oh yeah, here's the one. Somebody has a celebrity crush on me, and it's a long t- uh, text, but I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, eight four seven. Hey Mark, last time I was this excited over a Bears quarterback. Is this a drunk text? Hey, Mark, last time I was this excited over a Bears quarterback, it was Rex Grossman. I can't wait that to give... I can't read the rest. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, hey, a lot of people were excited. It's okay that you were excited about Rex Grossman. There was a lot of people that were excited about Why? He was a, a first-round quarterback, hot shot out of Florida, cocky, a lot of confidence, had... Half of a good year one year. Remember, he was actually for eight games before he got injured. Maybe it wasn't even that many games. He was like, honest to God, no joke. Some of you aren't going to remember this. He was being, the words MVP were being used for Rex Grossman. And then he got injured. And then Kyle Orton came in. And then Trubisky, Trubisky. And then Rex Grossman came back in. But then we're doing we're doing the past quarter the former quarterback list, and we don't necessarily want to have to go there. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven is the number. One other thing too, and I only got a couple more minutes that I wanted to bring up with you guys was let, let this happen. This is kind of like it was a story that built up and then died down really quickly about the Bears, and that was that there was a report the other day that there had been planned a Soldier Field renovation vote at the Spring Odor meetings, right? Where they vote on rules changes and just more protecting of offense, basically, is what that you can translate that in. And everybody's like, wait a minute, renovation? Are they doing more with Soldier Field? Are they going to add on? Are they are they moving? And then it turns out that it was related to some of the, the old business of Soldier Field in its present constitution, 2015 scoreboard installation, and the the and I didn't even forgotten that 2019 is when the video boards were installed or some of them, so that's what that was about. But then it of course brings up the the conversation again, like sports teams and if you've lived here long enough, sports teams have been moving to. Addison, Rosemont, and Arlington Heights for like 50 years. Like though, like I remember when the White Sox were gonna move to Addison, and 
or that was one of the threats other than Tampa Bay. They came so close, the Sox, to going to Tampa Bay. Um, then, you know, the, the Cubs, they were flirting with Rosemont, kind of. Not really, though. Like, that, that got pulled the plug really quickly. And now there is, because Arlington Park is for sale, the race course and all of that property, which is big, there had been talk again of maybe the Bears go there because you could have a Super Bowl and you could put a roof over it and you could have more people and all of that. And, like, number one, like, I... Like, it'd be cool to have a Super Bowl in the city of Chicago, but I don't really care. Like, it it, w- it doesn't really change anything for my life. I mean, I guess I'd be covering it, but other than the pride of saying, yes, and the NFL world is here and all that goes on with it, it's like, we're not some podunk city. We don't need this. To me, we don't need the, the Super Bowl to qualify us for anything. So while it'd be cool, like, they always talk about, well, you're never going to get a Super Bowl here if you don't have... I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. Um, and I hate... Like, I love the location of Soldier Field along the lake. And I like my Chicago teams being in the city of Chicago. And I get it. There are tons of sports teams throughout all sports that move to suburbs. And there are many examples... New York. You know, the Met, they're in New Jersey. So... I don't like the idea of it, and I I don't think like I'm okay with the capacity that exists at Soldier Field. Um, I don't care like the whole. I used to be a purist when it came to playing outdoors. Like I was, I was like, put a roof on it. That's great. Like the Bears football is to be played outside. I don't necessarily subscribe to that anymore. So I don't care like if they were to move and they put a roof over it and the Bears were in a dome. Fine with me, but again, a I don't need a. Super Bowl to make me feel better about myself as a reporter or sports fan, however you want to qualify it. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't need my teams moving out of the city of Chicago. So guess what? And actually, the Bears lease, like, not if this was to happen, it would the the earliest it would probably occur would be after 2023. I think the Bears are their lease at Soldier Field is through 2023. And so I don't know, I don't know how it, how much it would actually affect you Bears fans or individuals if you would like it or if you care. I guess if you lived out in those suburbs, you might think it's kind of cool. Um, and this is not like anti-suburbia sentiment coming from me. I grew up in the, I grew up in Itasca, grew up in the Western Burbs. So I'm very familiar with all the places that they always threaten to move teams, but I have never been for it. And knowing those towns in the Western suburbs, they probably don't need either because, you know, they like traffic or they don't like traffic and you know like to be safe in their suburbs so bears i guess that's it i got to go but guess what a the white Sox were postponed tonight so straight double header at 110 tomorrow i will be back with you tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock from 11 until 12 45 when it'll be cubs baseball cubs and the Reds. So we'll talk more Bears, more Cubs, more White Sox, and more whatever tomorrow starting at 11 o'clock. Thank you for listening. Some great calls tonight. Some excellent text messages. Really dug some of the conversations that we got into tonight as well. Thank you to Brandon Fryer, the executive producer of this here show. Hope you guys have a great weekend. If I don't talk to you on the radio this weekend, we will talk to you soon. MG, Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 